Hello everyone, it's your girl Teresa and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host Teresa Reese and y'all know how we do it. I've got to start off with reading a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And tonight's poem is called Transformation. There was a moment in time when I attempted spiritual suicide. I allowed the negative opinions of others to totally cloud my mind, festering away at me, keeping me miserable and angry. And I was violent all of the time. I shut out positive thinking because to me, it was a waste of time. So I ignorantly chose to suffer barely surviving. But one day, I heard someone say, your life is what you make it. There had to be something greater, so I started to desire it. Because because believing that there was nothing more would only convince me that I had nothing to live for. Love is life. And somehow I had stopped loving myself. I can't remember when it happened, but I wanted to be well. So I embraced positive thinking and God, I started wholeheartedly seeking. I desired to see myself through his eyes. He gave me many reasons to rebuke the enemy's lies and to think that at one time, I really hated my life. But once I found God, I made a wise choice to not only follow him, but to use my own voice to fulfill my purpose and walk in God's love. I'm so glad that on me, he never gave up. It is because of God that I'm still breathing And I'm so grateful that the spirit of suicide didn't overtake me. In my ignorance, by God's grace and mercy, I am still here. And I do believe in the power of transformation as well as in prayer. So I wanted to just take a moment to just reflect just reflect on purpose, on life, on love, all of the things that I believe go hand in hand. And I am, I'm actually very grateful that a lot of the things that we think sometimes don't grab legs (laughs) and we end up having to walk those things out. Um, Because, yes, there are times when it just seems like a bad situation could never become better or it could never get better. I remember when I found out about my daughter being raped. And I'll never forget it because we were at the dentist. And when we were at the dentist, 
I paid attention to her body language. And she was so all over the place and squirmish. And I was like, something is not right. And this was like the second time that I had seen her respond in a quote unquote safe place. And I just kept thinking, this is not right. This is not how you respond when you're in a safe place. So when we got in the car, I looked at her and I said, you were acting very strange at the dentist appointment. Almost as if you had been violated. And she gave me this look because my daughter is high functioning autistic. And so she looked at me and she didn't know what that word meant, violate. So I explained it to her and I said, you, were you touched inappropriately anywhere on your body? And she nodded her head. Um, I told her, I said, you will not get in trouble, but I need for you to point to me where. And she pointed to her breast area and she pointed toward her vagina. And I lost it. So I had to ask her, when did it happen? Who did this? And of course, the thoughts that start to run through your mind are, have I dated someone that touched my child? And so my mind is wondering, just going racing all over the place. And my daughter ends up telling me and describing who it was. So I went on Facebook and I located the person. So when I located the person, I called the number that was on, that I'm looking at or that I was looking at. And when she answered, um, I proceeded to tell her that I had just found out well, I introduced myself and I said who I was. And she was like super excited to hear my voice. But I had to let her know that this wasn't going to be a pleasant conversation because I had just found out that her child's father had, at the time, I thought, molested my child. And that I was on the way, on my way, to the police station to report him. Long story short, it wasn't until I was at the police station. I still to this day do not know how I made it there. I still to this day do not know how we made it over. That is hand in hand with when I lost custody of my three oldest children the amount of pain that I felt is enough for anyone in their right mind to lose their mind. And something told me you need to ask more questions, which is something that I did not want to do. But I obeyed and I asked. And the details that I obtained after asking my daughter more questions was enough to take the very breath 
out of my existence. And I sat there and I sobbed. And she was like, Mom, don't cry. But I couldn't help it. And she handed me a teddy bear. She was still trying to console me and she had been violated. And that just speaks to the type of angel she is. And I held that teddy bear and I hugged on her and I kept apologizing because in my efforts to protect all of my children, I still dropped the ball. And to know that it was someone that I entrusted to babysit my child and to know that it was their, the person that they trusted that they had a child by and to find out that this person had not just violated my child, but he had violated a lot of children. And to try to repair the damage that was done because my child did not tell me until two years after it had happened. And I had for the life of me throughout that course of time knew that something was not right I just could not pinpoint it. And to find out that her love for her mother was so deep that she was trying to protect me instead of protecting herself by telling me because she did not want me to become incarcerated by responding to what had happened. So she held that burden for two years. And I thought about when I was going through what I went through as a child. When I had been molested. When I didn't tell anyone and held on to every feeling of shame, every feeling of just why me every feeling of but this person that person these people are looking at me saying that they love me and they are violating me when I got raped not saying anything about it not one time did I get raped. I've been raped a couple of times and didn't say anything about it. Protecting the person instead of myself. And then being treated, knowing that you've protected the person, but then being treated like you are nothing when you had all the power in the world to expose everything that they did to you, but chose to cover them instead. I remember my daughter telling me I was on my way to take her to school. And she was like, 
I, I guess she could just feel me. She could just feel, because I was so angry for so long. I was so hurt. I was so devastated. I was just every emotion you can think of, I experienced it. And I remember her. She must have just known what I was contemplating and how I was contemplating it. Because out of nowhere, she said, Mom. I was like, yes, baby. She said, I don't want him to die. And I said, all I want him to do is die for what he did to you. And my daughter said, but mom, he has a family. And I looked at her and I said, he had a family when he did what he did to you. And I ended up telling her that she was my hero. I also ended up telling her that she's a way better person than I am. Because in that time, I could only see his demise. I could only wish for his demise. I did not want him to put anyone else in that situation. Another innocent child should not have to suffer because of someone else's sickness. And it took me months months to think of this pedophile in a different light and I know that she is the reason why I even considered doing that because I understand that hurt people hurt people you never imagine people to do some of the horrendous things that they do you don't understand why they would function the way that they would and think that it's okay and why they would do what they would do to children children innocent and the fact that they would think that they have the power and I remember being so angry at God so angry at God and I would just fuss at him and I would cuss at him. And I would, I was so angry. And I remember him saying so clearly, but Teresa, I didn't allow him to take her life. And then I think about her purpose. When I watch her, when I listen to her, she has a purpose. She has a purpose on this earth. She has been my rock. She has been, there's been times that I, even when I found out that my grandfather passed away, she was in class. When she heard the wails coming out from me, the cries coming out from me. My daughter and my son dropped everything to come see about their mother. I know that I am blessed. I know that things could have always been worse. I understand 
that even in the midst of everything I have been through, the storms that I have weathered, the pain that I have felt, that I can still see the hand of God on my life because what was meant to kill me, losing my children, finding out that my child was raped, what was meant to destroy me, what was meant to take me out, I have seen firsthand a tumor in my brain, not once, but twice. A tumor under the stem of my brain that affects my cognitive skills, that if shifted in any way, form, or fashion, I could collapse and be gone is now in my brain again after two brain surgeries. This is only by the grace of God that I'm in existence. When the enemy tried through my children and was unsuccessful, he came to me directly. And when he was unsuccessful, The first two times with the two brain surgeries, you manifest again? All I believe in an attempt for me to truly curse God and die. But no, because the love that I know that God has for me, even when I have been my angriest, Even when I've been the most vulnerable, he's covered me. He's covered me like no one ever could. He has kept me like no one ever could. Because these things that were meant, made, created, to destroy the very person that is me, to destroy the very person that is my daughter, to destroy the very people that are my children. These things that were meant to take us out did not win. And then I think about my son, my 20-year-old son, He was 11 years old when his father and him, he and his father, met each other for the very first time. 11 years old. And then how yesterday, God is so good, how myself, his father, his father's wife, and my son were all in the same space, experiencing the joy of the Lord. How my son's father, his wife, my son's father, his wife, looked me dead in my eyes and said, thank you for raising such a great 
boy. God had everything to do with that. The fact that we can be in the same space and all you feel is the presence of God. There's no indifference. There's no weirdness. There's, it's just joy. It's just peace. The peace that surpasses all understanding. What do you mean? You're in the same room with your baby's dad and his wife and y'all are good? Yes. That's what happens when you surrender your will to the will of God. That's how he gets all the glory. That's how you can love and truly love without the boundaries. That's how you're able to fulfill your divine purpose on this planet. Because truth be told, it's not about you. It's not about me. We are mere vessels. That's all we are. Mere vessels. Being used in the best way fit. Hopefully to bring him all the glory. And I laugh so hard. Now, picture, if you will, I've been grieving. And God orchestrated. This is what I love about him. He will do the foolish things to confound the wise. Like, it makes so much sense because that's just who I serve. You brought my ex and his wife around and ended up bringing me joy because seeing my son smile, hearing my son happy to see his father, knowing the journey that has been taken, knowing what he had to go through to get to the point that he could even establish a relationship with his father, knowing that he had enough forgiveness in his heart to be able to now love on him and be loved by him as if nothing ever happened to them, as if there was never any separation. That is a God thing. That is a good thing. That is something worth celebrating. So what I have only tried to do is even in the midst of everything that has happened in my world, I have tried to hold on to those things that are good, that are a virtue, that be praiseworthy, that are of good report. I have tried my best to silence the voice of the negative because there's so much negative that I've been exposed to, that if I allowed it to take precedence over my life, if I gave it a seat at the table and I feasted with it, then I would really be depressed and I would be an angry, bitter woman. But God, it pays to surrender your choices your hurts, your pain, everything that doesn't feel right on the inside, it pays to just say, I can't handle this. Here, you take it. Because he can do so much more with those broken pieces. 
He can bring purpose to a broken situation if we would just surrender it to him. That's all I did. The pain didn't go away. I still to this day shed tears behind information that I received about my child almost three years ago. But it still brings me to my knees. It still makes me cry. It still hurts. I created t-shirts to affirm her. I wanted her to be able to view herself in a different light. Because just because this happened to you, it's not who you are. So I wanted her to know, you're my hero. I will always love you. There is no blame in that. It's not your fault. That person was sick, had nothing to do with you. But you're my hero. And I cherish every moment that I spend with you. I love the person that you are. You're so beautiful. And I'm sorry that someone took your beauty and tried to make it into something perverted. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. And I didn't realize at the time, but I'm realizing it in this moment that when I was telling my daughter that, I was speaking to the child within me too. Because she never deserved to be violated. She never deserved to be raped. She never deserved to be mistreated. But it was a sickness in other people that was spewed onto her. That for a season, affected the trajectory of her choices because she didn't know any better because of what was introduced to her at such a young age. And so I'm grateful to God for allowing me to recognize that it doesn't matter how old we get we still need to have reconciliation with the things that happened in our past so that we can be more effective in our future and in our present. To think that those things were done to my daughter, to think that those things were done to me, to shut me up, to shut her up, but God is going to have the final say. And the devil is a liar. In every sense of that word. He is a liar. The weapon was formed. Oh, it was formed. But by the grace of God, it did not prosper. And for that, I am grateful. And then even how we met or 
got our dog. <laughs> our dog's name is Russell. But when I look over when we got him, he's a rescue dog. When I look around when we got him, I literally asked my son not too long ago because each of us carry a different, we all carry different hurts. All of us do. And so I, I literally was like, I asked Josh, I said, how were we living before Russell got here? He's like, mom, I don't even know. Because even though we rescued Russell, in a lot of ways, all of us feel like he rescued us. And so he's been a comforter. He's a pet, but he's been our comforter. So even in times that we can't formulate the words, we just pet him. He'll just come lay on our lap and we just pet him. There's been times where we're just so devastated by certain forms of news. Like there's been times that Ariana may cry, um, Xavier may cry, you know, we just, but he just knows how to come to each of us and minister to us. And I love that about this dog. I love the fact that he gets each and every one of us. And I'm so glad that we found him because he's been such a blessing. But don't lose sight of your purpose. And if you do, ask for it to be given back. Because you're here for a reason. And sometimes it's a whole bunch of stuff that happens that can set us off kilter. And we forget, why am I here? Or maybe we don't know. That's why I pray. I pray to ask. But I do know this. There is no way on this green earth that I went through all that I went through just to go through it. I have to be transparent. And I have to be transparent because there's too many people walking around on this planet pretending like their stuff don't stink. Pretending like they've got it all figured out. Pretending like Hurt don't come their way. It doesn't know their name. It's never been on their block. And that's just not true. I felt pain way more than I feel like I should ever have felt pain. But I now believe that it was not in vain. And it was not for me. Be careful when you say, use me, Lord. Be careful when you pray that prayer. It's two things that you need to really be careful about praying for. Use me, Lord, because he's going to use you however he sees fit. And teach me patience. Because trust me, when you do that, you're going to go through some things. I hope that you've been encouraged on today. This is going to conclude my podcast. However, y'all know I got to read a love letter to my future hubby. Now, let me just do the side note for a moment. I know I say love letter and I know half of y'all are like, girl, she don't ever really be talking about nothing about love, love. Like it ain't all gushy and mushy and all of that. I don't know why she calls a love letter. To me, the reason why I call it a love letter 
is because I'm being completely transparent about what I'm experiencing in that day. And it allows whomever God is sending my way for him to see the essence of who I am. Full disclosure, no bars held, no perpetrating, no frauds. So that's why I call it my love letter. And here we go. Dear future hubby, the date is February the 7th of 2021. I pray that your day has been blessed and full of many miracles. I pray that you woke up with the working of your limbs. I pray that you woke up with your sight, able to speak and able to taste. It's the little things most of us tend to take for granted. The ability to see, hear, taste, touch, walk. I am grateful for all of these things. I am grateful that I woke up today. I am grateful that I am able to write in this journal to you. I am grateful that my children woke up, that I can hear them laugh. I am grateful for our pet. Yes, we have a pet, a dog. His name is Russell. Don't judge me. It was Carl while he was in the shelter. So we felt like Russell was the better choice once we brought him home. He is a rescue dog. But honestly, although we rescued him, I honestly believe Russell rescued us. He is so attentive and trust me, he is able to pick up when one of us isn't feeling well or if we are sad, even frustrated. He is such a protector. I can't even take photos sometimes without him laying on the floor by my feet. If I take too long to come out of my room, he will lay by the door until I open it. He comforts each and every one of us in his own way. And he adapts differently to each person in our home. I could go on and on about our dog. It's pretty amazing to witness how he loves on Josh, then Xavier, then Ariana, and then me. We love our dog. How about you? Do you own a pet? Are you a dog lover? Well, I sure hope so, because our Russell is definitely part of our family. I pray you have the most amazing day in my Tabitha Brown voice. <laughs> I love you. Love, Teresa. So I also hope that you all have the most amazing day as well. Do me a huge favor. Please take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a good one. Bye.